What is up, y'all? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today we're going to talk about the old movie Pain and Gain. It came out in 2013, starring The Rock and Mark Wahlberg and Anthony Mackie. So I understand that this is not one of those um, super old movies that I normally review. I just came across this the other day and decided I might as well go ahead and talk about it. Basically, well, let me just give you the uh, synopsis. A trio of bodybuilders in Florida get caught up in an extortion ring and kidnapping scheme that goes terribly wrong. This is based off a true story. And, you know, when they give me movies like this where it says based off a true story, I'm kind of skeptical because... You know, they like to change a lot of what happened just for entertainment purposes. And I get that. You know, it's Hollywood. Hollywood has to Hollywood. You know what I mean? And this movie here came out in 2013. So that was about, what, nine years ago as of this recording. And, you know, since then, Anthony Mackie has definitely gotten a lot bigger. I mean, The Rock was already big. Mark Wahlberg, you know, he is what he is. Anthony Mackie, though, I think is the one who's gotten uh, bigger since this role um, because he's now the Falcon and uh, or Captain America, depending on your terminology there, what you believe. But anyways, this movie was, like I said, based on a true story. So I was a little skeptical. It's a little crazy. It's a dark comedy and it's directed by Michael Bay. And for those who don't remember Michael Bay, he is the Transformers guy and he's the guy that has to have an explosion in every movie. And he has one in this one, even though I don't think it was really called for it. But, you know, this was a strange movie, even when I saw it when I was younger and it was even more strange movie watching it recently. So let's talk about my first thoughts of the movie when I first seen it. Um, I know I didn't go into theaters to see this. This was one of those that I either um, watched on download or I watched when it hit uh, either HBO, Stars, or whatever channel it premiered on. And I remember thinking it was a little wacky. So let's go right in on my first thoughts of this movie. Past. So I'll start and say that this wasn't a particularly good movie. Um, you know, really the only reason to watch it was the storyline that they claim was based on a true story. So when it first came out, I really didn't do too much research on it. I just kind of watched the movie for what it was. And it's basically a bunch of bumbling idiots, <laughs> bodybuilders who um, try to do an extortion case in a... Um, kidnapping of a guy that Mark Wahlberg's character was working with at the gym. So this, these guys were bodybuilders, you know, they, that beefcake, beefcake type thing. That's sorry. That's my Cartman thing. And, uh, Daniel Lugo, who is played by Mark Wahlberg is the main guy. He's the one, the story is basically following from beginning to end. Uh, the others kind of chime in as it, as the story progresses. And, one thing I know about this movie is they tried to make Victor Kershaw, who was played by uh, Tony Shalaub, I want to say his name is. I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. But Victor Kershaw was basically a prick and he treated people like a prick. And, you know, when Daniel decided to 
actually go to this self-help place and he decides that, hey, he wants to make a difference. He wants to make a change. I'm sure this is not what the self-help guy meant. He wasn't trying to, you know, motivate people to start kidnapping rings or whatever. But Victor Kershaw was a jerk. I mean, let's just be honest with you. Throughout the movie, he treated people like dirt. And so he was a prime target. So the problem is Daniel is not the smartest person in the world. He's also at a gym with uh, Adrian Dorbel, Dorbal, if that's how you say it, let's just call him Adrian. And uh, Adrian's character is uh, played by Anthony Mackie and eventually Paul Doyle, who is played by The Rock. And so these trio get together and they decide to, we're going to kidnap this guy. We're going to extort him out of all his businesses, out of all his property, out of all his money and all this. And these guys were idiots. I mean, a couple of times they tried to kidnap him, didn't go right. And they finally were able to kidnap the guy. And, you know, um, the guy recognized him. Um, eventually he was covering his face. Um, Daniel Lugo was since he's the one that knows the guy, but the guy could smell his horrible cologne. They knew who exactly who he was, which was stupid on his part. Once again, I mean, there were just so many things that these idiots did (laughs) that just didn't make any sense to me. The movie itself, I mean, it just kind of shows the exploits of these idiots. And they actually got away with it for a moment. And then the one thing that they didn't do was they didn't kill this man. And because they didn't kill this man, they left him basically out in the open to basically for all this to fall back on. So that's their first, well, not their first mistake. It was first of many mistakes, really. But it was a stupid mistake to leave the man alive because had they actually killed him like they planned on doing they probably would have gotten away with it and then of course you know once you make a crime do a crime and get away with it now all of a sudden you want to do another one so they planned on doing another one to this 900 guy and um frank griga i think it was the name and um obviously that didn't go too well as they ended up killing him and his old lady or whoever she was in the movie And that's really what they went down for. I mean, they went down eventually for um, taking out Kershaw as well. But the main thing is when they killed uh, Frank, and I think it was Christina, that basically put them on death row, with the exception of The Rock's character. So Paul, he ratted them out. He got 15 years because he said it was Daniel and Adrian who actually did the murders. And those two actually got... Um, the death penalty. So that's pretty much the gist of it. Again, it was just a bumbling criminal organization. Well, I wouldn't call it organization, but a bumbling criminal type movie. And you see the stupidity of these guys and it's a dark comedy for the most part. And I can see where Michael Bay was going with it. Um, the explosion we talked about was when they tried to, uh, set the car on fire that Kershaw was in hoping that it would kill him Kershaw escaped but you know typical Michael Bay you have to show something blowing up that's just his style I didn't think it was needed but hey you know I'm not Michael Bay so that was pretty much the gist of the movie I guess my favorite scene of this movie when I was younger was The Rock when his character was outside cooking on a grill or burning on a grill the uh fingerprints of the two people that they killed (laughs) and i mean they even it was so ridiculous that they had to remind you mid-movie that 
hey, just FYI, this is a true story. So this actually did happen. And he's just out in the open doing this. It, it was just stupid. These dudes would have ended up getting their downfall regardless. But that had to be the most ridiculous scene in the movie. And it was so ridiculous that the people wanted to, to remind you that this literally happened in mid-movie. They wanted to remind you of that. And that scene is just hilarious how the rock is just, he, I mean, he's literally out in the open like it's a barbecue. He's like, he's having fun at a barbecue, sitting up here trying to burn these people's fingerprints and hands so they wouldn't be um, identified. One of the dumbest moves ever in criminal history, but it, it's funny and I will give it that. So, like I said, I came across this movie um, yesterday and so let me go ahead and talk about exactly what I think about it when I just recently watched it. Present. So when I watch these types of movies now, um, I always do a fact versus fiction. I did it for that Gucci movie. Any movie that says that they are basically a true story, I want to see how much did they get right, how much did they get wrong. Now, what I did find out on my research after watching it uh, yesterday, the Victor Kershaw character, so his name is changed in the movie, and the actual guy was a little pissed off with it. I think he even sued the movie uh, production because of the way they portrayed him. They, he's saying that he wasn't that much of a jerk in real life, and he, he really was offended by it, and he was offended that they made it a dark comedy, like, it, you know, this is his life. He was kidnapped and tortured and all that. And they essentially made it a cop, a, uh, excuse me, a comedy. Now, two things here. One, do I buy that he wasn't a prick in real life? People are a lot, we're self-absorbed, put it like that. And we have a certain way of how we think we are. I don't believe for a second that he wasn't a jerk because you know, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like Daniel would have done this to just anybody. Like he really planned this out well, planned it out according to him. Remember, he's an idiot, but there had to be something that set him off on the path to this guy. There was something about him, the real Victor Kershaw, that just rubbed him the wrong way for him to want to do this. So I'm thinking the real guy is a jerk in real life. He just doesn't realize that he's a jerk. Now, where I do actually agree with him is this is a dark comedy and they made it funny for the most part. But this is this man's life. I mean, this man was kidnapped. He was tortured. He was left for dead. <laughs> I mean, they ran a car over him in the movie. It was a truck, but in real life, it was a car. They really tried to kill this man. And for you to do all of that and then make it into a comedy, I think I'd be upset too. I mean, I get it. You're trying to do the whole Hollywood thing. But, you know, this is a traumatic experience. And for them to make it a comedy, I can understand why he would be pissed off. Hell, I would sue too in that regard. But as far as his personality is concerned, again, I don't know the guy. I don't know. There wasn't anything about it that really spoke to his attitude and the way he treated people. But I would buy that because I just think that Daniel set this up because of something he saw in this guy other than the money, of course, because he could have done this to just about anybody. I'm sure he had a lot of wealthy women he could have done this to, 
um, other guys he could have done this to, but he chose this Victor Kershaw guy or the real guy. I'm not going to say his real name, but he chose him for a purpose. And I'm thinking that either this guy treated him like crap um, or treated somebody else he knew like crap or there was a reason that he chose him. So I'm not buying the whole I'm not like that in real life. I think his attitude may have been like that. Now, as far as everything else, is the true story is concerned. So, Daniel Lugo, Paul Doyle, and Adrian uh, Dorable, those were the three that were represented in the movie. According to what my research, the character Paul Doyle that The Rock played, he actually was a composite of two to three other people. So, they used two to three other people in the storyline uh, for him and just made him the rocks character a lot of the different things and what you see about this storyline is <laughs> these are criminals who are incapable this is like the home alone guys basically running an extortion ring because they are just so stupid there's so many things that they could have done and i think where the movie kind of pissed me off is when daniel finds out that uh, Kershaw already went to the cops and the cops weren't going to do anything for it. And he just was like, okay, well, we'll just leave it at that. It was dumb because eventually this guy was going to get somebody who believes him. I understand that you've already gotten away with it, but why would you leave this guy alive? I mean, they went to go get him in the hospital, but he had already gone. They went to go get him at the hotel, but he had already gone. Um, it wasn't until he heard that they spoke to the cops and he was just like, okay, well, he's already spoken to the cops. They're not going to do anything. We're in the clear. That's stupid. Okay. That was stupid. And that just shows the, the stupidity of these guys because this man is still out there. He is literally still out there. That he's a loose end and it ended up biting him at the end, even though the main thing that they were charged for and put, to death with. I don't know if they're executed or not. I know they were sitting on death row. I'm not sure if they were executed yet, but you know, they killed the, um, I guess he was a 900 guy or sex guy or whatever he was. They killed this man and his girl. And this is the reason that they went on the death row. So it's just dumb. It led, it was too much attention. And it's just like any other movie. Basically they, got away with what happened. So they got away with ripping Kershaw off. Let's just say, okay, it's already done. But because of their piss poor management of the money, they decided they need to do another job. And that's where um, Frank and Christina came from. So I remember reading somewhere, and this is totally off subject, about an FBI guy who talks about drugs and all that. He says you can get away with something probably the first time and maybe even the second time. But the way they catch people is these people keep coming back. So you make a quick score, you get away with it, but they don't catch them on that. They always catch them on the follow-up, like the first time, because they don't know who you are. And they have to build a case against you. So unless they catch you red-handed, for the most part, you can get away with doing something once, maybe twice. The problem is people become greedy, and that's what happened with these characters. They became greedy. So they got away with the first thing, even though I think eventually they would have gotten um, 
Kershaw would have got somebody to believe him, and eventually they would have been arrested, but they wouldn't be on death row over this. They would have probably gotten 15 to 30 years or whatever it is. But had they just left that alone and just lived off of that, they would have been fine. They would have still been alive. They would have been out of jail very soon. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, character of the Rock playing, uh, Paul, he's already out of jail. Um, the other two probably would have been getting out of jail probably sometime in the next couple years or so. So you basically got away with it, but you became greedy. They became greedy. They decided to do the same thing to another guy, and that's when everything went wrong. They should have known that they weren't capable characters, but again, when you get away with something, you get a little cocky, and that's what happened to these three. They got a little cocky, and next thing you know, boom, somebody's dead. And <laughs> they, they they just, you returned, and I don't, again, I don't know the specifics. I read the fact versus fiction on a lot of it, and a lot of this, what they did was true. So I'm not sure if this exact um, issue happened for real. I didn't see this. But you return a chainsaw that has evidence on there. Um, it's probably matter of fact, I'm probably going to say that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Now watching it is the fact that they were stupid enough to return a chainsaw that was already had some of the wig on there. Some of the blood still on there. This is how you return the chainsaw. Now, again, I can't confirm if that happened in real life or not, but that is very stupid and it showed the, the stupidity of these idiots and it, it was just hilarious these guys were not meant to be criminals um another scene that didn't have anything really much to do with anything as far as the kidnappings and stuff that i found hilarious was the fact that uh mark Wahlberg he had a uh, his character Dan daniel had a basketball hoop on his property and he uh invited some of the kids to come over there and he is just punking these kids <laughs> it was just like why would you send your kids over there and then he, he was basically becoming a pillar of the community he had a stripper basically in a uh, i guess a a neighborhood watch meeting or something like that and all the husbands there were looking at her they were like oh my god they were volunteering to be the quote-unquote uh, rapist. It, it was just hilarious. The entire part of him getting into the neighborhood and trying to bond with the neighbors was funny as hell. I thought it was probably the best part of the movie, definitely watching it recently. Overall, this movie was entertaining. It was. It's funny, and a lot of the stuff they did in this movie did happen, so I could see why they would make a movie about this. Now, the tone, if you want to call it a comedy, I mean, I don't know if they were really trying to be comedic. I mean, this was this was the stuff that actually happened in real life, and you can't help that. It's funny, but it was a unique story that had to be told. And so, you know, I understand the Victor Kershaw, the real guy, getting upset over this because that was a traumatic thing, and for you all to make light of it, and make it look like it was a comedy. I get that. So I understand his beef on there. But you know in their defense. What else could you make it? The stuff was stupid. It was funny because as a you know. I'm not a criminal. But looking at it from the outside. I'm like I would have done certain things differently. You know they got away with it. 
And instead of killing this man, they leave him out there alive and decide to just move on with their lives. And not only that, but then decide to jump into another extortion case for the uh, Frank and Christina group. And it was just, it was just dumb. And you really just, the stupidity of it, especially the rock out there roasting people's hands, you, you just wonder how they didn't get caught sooner. You know, the fact that they got away with a lot of it in the first place was hilarious. And, you know, hats off to them for trying to put this into a movie. But, I mean, there was no other way it wasn't going to be a comedy just because of the stupidity of the real people. And so these bodybuilders, I mean, it's not a funny situation, obviously. You would never wish this on anybody. But at the end of the day, you know, these people were idiots and it was entertaining. And there's really not much else you could really say about it. But, you know, I do you know, feel sadness for the Victor Kershaw, the real guy, because this movie comes out and it makes you look like a jerk. Now, whether that's true or not is debatable, but I understand the traumatic state and probably put him in watching this and having people laugh at it. Like it's just funny. You know, this was a traumatic experience and I hope that he found some sort of healing after this. You know, I know it's been a while since this movie has dropped, but that's probably something that keeps him up, you know, it's probably still so traumatic to go through all of that and almost lose everything. And then people just kind of not believe you and just, you know, the, the sheer torment of it is just, it's a sad situation. But the movie itself, you know, just sticking with that, it was an entertaining movie. It's not anything that's I would you know really watch again. The only reason I watched it again this time is because it just happened to come on TV and I just sat there and watched it and I was a little intrigued by it. I was actually conflicted if Eva, you know, if I was even going to do a podcast over this, but I decided to go ahead and do it even though this movie is only 9 years old. And yeah, I look at it differently now since since I do a lot of research now. Anything that says um based on a true story, I always want to see how close did they get it and a lot of this was close i mean a lot of this stuff really did happen so that's what made it a movie you know i'm sure they hollywooded up a little bit but it is what it is anyways what did you think of pain and gain do you think it's a good movie do you feel sorry for the actual victor kershaw let me know in the comments if you do once again i'm always here with more creative content so subscribe and if you want to check out my website with even more of my personal creative content go to www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off do soon